0: Going Greyhounds for your daily
1: update of the latest news and tips. Time to talk some Greyhounds, and Simon Orchard is joining us from Greyhound Racing New South Wales. G'day,
0: Simon. Hey Dave, how are you, mate? I'm well, mate. Uh, massive uh, couple of weekends coming up in Greyhound Racing in New South Wales, and all roads head to the gardens tomorrow night. Yeah, you're spot on, Dave. Eight Greyhounds will fight out the Group 2, $40,000 for the winner blacktop final tomorrow night at the gardens. And honestly, Dave, the field... It's worthy of being a million-dollar chase final. Gatlin broke the track record last week in the opening peak. He's airborne at the moment. He's got box one. The King, zipping Kyrgios, he'll go from box four and looking to defend his title from a year ago. Good odds Cash, perhaps the forgotten dog out in box eight because we know how hard it is to win features from wide draws. And French Martini as well. Gee whiz, last week he saw, uh, she saw Gatlin's track record, I should say, and within an hour she said, I'll have that. She became the first greyhound in history to break the 29-second mark at the Garden. Her time at 28.96 was phenomenal, but I can tell you, I was standing next to Pete Lagogioni when he pulled out box seven. He was livid. It certainly didn't hurt chances. But look, Dave, to get a bit better insight into the race, we've got a man on the phone today with two of the eight runners in the black top, Marty Halliman. He owns Zipping Curios and will rug up Zipping Maserati as well. He's a phenomenal breeder of greyhounds, and he joins us on the program. Morning, Marty. Where did we find you this morning, mate? Oh, jeez, I'm a bath at the moment. <laughs> it sounds like it could be a good day out there. Hopefully the rain stays away. Look, Marty, before we get into the blacktop, mate, for those unaware, you, your wife, Fiona, and the boys, Cam and mate, you own the Zipping Dogs that are running around all over the place at the moment, some very good chases among them. Tell us about how the Zipping name came about, mate, because I understand it was born out of a particular love of a very good thoroughbred. Yeah, that's
1: exactly right. That's the Zipping Horse that went on the Sandown Classics. And I just thought it sounded like a good prefix name to start with. We had a few before that, but it kind of sounded easy on the tongue for the race callers and kind of loved the name in the end, so we bought it. So um, that's what we call all the dogs now, Zipping.
0: Certainly proved pretty successful so far, mate. Look, tell us a bit more about your relationships in the industry, Marty. And I mean... With trainers, we've seen you form a great combination with John and Minnie Finn. Jace Magry, of course, has if in Kansas running around at the moment. Mick Hardman has a bunch of pups on the ground for you guys. How do you decide who you work with, Marty, and who gets what?
1: Oh, it's just to kind of a, run it as a business, but we started off like with Jason Mackay and that We only, we weren't brooding the dogs we had back then. Kind of got bigger and bigger and thought this is a good way of doing it. A bit like the Wheeler family, thought you can't do everything, but... Um, at the moment, we just actually, it started off like Minnie actually rang to see if she could get a litter probably two years ago or three years ago. She said, I don't want to upset anyone. I said, Minnie, throw, throw it in there and we'll give it a crack. And to be honest, she's you know Minnie and John have done an excellent job with their dogs.
0: Half oh, a luck. So the proactivity got her zipping curious among many others. Let's talk a little bit about the size on ice black top. Tomorrow night, Marty, it's race six on the program at the Gardens. You've got Kirios from box four, and you've got Zipping Maserati from box six, both in four, mate. Both ran really big races on Million Dollar Chase Night a few weeks ago. Kirios obviously, second in the big one. Maserati won the consolation again. How are they both, and how do you see the race
1: turning out tomorrow night? Look, they're both fitting well, but, geez, the box draw is not kind to many dogs. It's kind to of Gatlin, but it's not kind to of any of the others in the field. It's a very, very hard race. I, I honestly think any dog in that race could win it. I think it's the luck who actually gets the start right. Did you watch the
0: heat last week, Marty? What did you make of the record-breaking performances from Gatlin and, and French Martini? What did you make of the run of your boys?
1: Yeah, no, I was happy with our blokes. Like, they're enormous runs. The break to break the 29 at the gardens that's unheard of. But, you know, the track's got to be in excellent condition, but you've still got to run it. But, look, they're, they're fit and well. With box six, but we're in there with the show. We've just got to actually begin like he did in the million dollar chase consolation to be any hope, you know. But and we know Curios well, he's not going to lead, but if there's anything faltering in front or there's a traffic jam, I know he'll be motoring home, that's for sure. He loves the track.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. You mentioned zipping Curios, Marty. A couple of months ago, I reckon
1: the R word retirement
0: was sort of floated about, but since then, he's been in superb form. What do you think? The immediate future looks like him because he's been a champion, but it's fair to say he's probably getting towards the end.
1: Yeah, he probably is. We, we kind of left it with Minnie and John. We thought maybe we should retire him, but look, he's going better than ever. I think I think Minnie and John are going up, he's barring injury. If the injuries come along, we'll, we will retire him. But push ahead to the Hume, cut things like that, the 600 metres at the meadows. I just think it's right up his alley now, the way he's motoring home.
0: You've also got Zipping Lopez going around in the Macca tomorrow, uh, race five on the program. Marty, he's only missed the money on five occasions, this dog. Where does he sit in the kennel pecking order, and do you like his chances tomorrow in the Macca?
1: Look, he's a chaser, that dog. He was well underdone to go into the black top the other day, but I thought, throw him in there. Jay said he's never even been out of the 500 boxes. So when you watch the run, he's walked out, showed an enormous amount of speed and fitness. On the home corner, you can see he just tired. Like I reckon, he's right into it on Friday night. You know, cherish one box got speed. If he can just begin, he's probably a twenty-nine forty dog. And if he can lead, it's going to be awfully hard to beat.
0: Yeah, amen to that. Uh, look, Marty, it's no secret you're blessed with some wonderful dogs at the moment. But there's one not racing tomorrow, but just starting his career looks very, very exciting. I'm talking, of course, about zipping Orlando. He only suffered his first race loss last week. Before that, he was eight from eight. He just conquered all challenges he runs some super times as well. What have you made of his last few months, mate? Because he only stepped out He wants the Zoom Top and I reckon, at Goulburn, maybe two months ago.
1: Oh, look, he's an awesome dog. Just the way he can get through a field and he chases. Um, his field experience is unbelievable, but just what he can do. I know he got beat the other night. He's jumped a lot of grades, but he kind of slipped at the, on the mat at the start and wears Rocky and him had a bit of a good old bump down the back and the race is over, like... You can't do much
0: wrong in free-for-alls, but like he's got a big future, that dog, big future. Speaking of big futures, mate, the Greyhound game at the moment, I think if you talk to most participants, trainers, owners around the place, they say it's never been stronger. What's your opinion, mate? You're a bit out of you're out of Clergate there near Orange. You're a bit out of the city. You don't um, probably get to the tracks in the town as much as a lot of other people, but how do you see the industry and the sport right now? Do you think it's going from strength to strength, and what have you made over the last couple of years?
1: Oh, no, I think it's enormous. I, I, you've got to congratulate my bed for this, but I tell you, the way this place has been reformed, the grand industry, um, it's enormous. The prize money is enormous. To run for a $1 million, to run for 500000 over the staying race, geez, life couldn't be better. The prize money's good. Now we've got fourth in, fourth prize money. So, look, the future's unbelievable.
0: You mentioned big prize money races. Marty, we might finish on this one. Let's quickly talk about the Phoenix this year. For those thinking, well, what's the Phoenix? Basically, it's the Everest of Greyhound Racing. Eight slot holders. Each purchased a $100,000 spot in the race. You can choose any dog you like to race for the million bucks at the Meadows in December. Marty, you've got a slot this year, you and Shane stiff. What was the thought process behind it, mate?
1: And have you got a dog in mind for the
0: big race yet? Yeah, well, the thought
1: process. We had a crack the first year and we got very disappointed, actually. We thought we were not going to have another crack, but Actually, they're a little bit short, and somebody rang Shane Stiff, and I don't know if you know Shane. When he's on a mission, he's on a mission, Shane Stiff, and he, he gave us a call, and Glenn Wall is involved. And um, I said, Shane, I'll have a crack again, but this will be it. If we don't get one, I'm pulling the horns in, and guess what? We got one, and we're over the moon about it, to be honest. We're, we're actually thinking of having two next year if we can do that with a few other people that wanted to join up, successful businessmen are, are interested. So... Now we're looking forward to it. We haven't kind of picked the dog yet. I'm I'm just a silent person. I just let Shane and them look. But if it's not a zipping or a keeping, you know, that's when Shane and Glenn will probably go out there and start doing a bit of bartering with other trainers.
0: <laughs> it sounds like uh, Shane's all over it, mate. But t- gee, it's exciting. If you're going for two slots, life is much better than I thought out there at Clergate. Holy hell. Oh um, no, no, no,
1: But that's a lot of syndicate <laughs> people too. You know, there's a lot of people getting interested in what, how the Phoenix is run, you know. So um, it's all exciting.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think it's another um, another fantastic race. And hopefully you can get a nice dog in. Mate, if you had to pick one right now, I know the race is still a couple of months away, but if you had to pick one right now, who do you think you'd lean towards?
1: Gee, if it's a zipping dog, it's got to be probably Orlando, just the way he's racing. I'm not saying the track actually suits him with his style of racing. The Meadows is a front-running track, but... It might be Miss Maserati if he keeps going the way he does, if his box manners stay good. But, look, it's a long way away. Like, you know, I think we're where she's fast to be going straight away. There might be dogs like French Martini or Plaintiff or something like that. But we're just going to go with the flow. The closer it gets, the more you'll be wanting to have discussions, that's for sure.
0: Absolutely, mate. An exciting time in greyhound racing. Just before we let you go, Marty, pit tomorrow for the black top out of your two. And who's going to be the hardest to beat?
1: Oh, geez, that's a hard one. I mean, my heart's with curiosity you know. But I tell you what, I'll know if Maserati gets a start right. It's like everything. If French Martini gets a start right, she, she's going to be hard to beat. Good odds, Cash. It's a bloody hard race. If I if I was looking for one bet on the program, I think Liz, Sipping Low will be the the dog to beat in the Macker. If you're looking for one bet.
0: Marty Howland, and great chatting to you this Thursday. Good luck tomorrow night at the Gardens, mate. I think I speak for all chasing fans when I say. Thanks for providing us with so many great runners over the years, mate. Have a wonderful day. Cheers. Oh, Pleasure. There he goes, Marty Hallinan, uh absolutely superb breeder, superb trainer, and got a great relationship with a lot of good participants in our sport. And, Dave, just quickly before I throw back to you, mate, the blacktop, obviously the focus this week, but next Friday we head to Goulburn for the heat for so the Goulburn Cup, the Goulburn Fireball. Prize money's increased for both races, so it's 40K for the Cup now, and $25,000 for the winner of the Fireball. Nominations for those races close on Tuesday, and I'm looking forward to heading back down to Goulburn, one of the best facilities, best-run clubs in the state, and I reckon we'll see a couple of these blacktop runners, if they get through safely tomorrow, head down there for the Golden Cup. Okay, fantastic. Looking forward to it, there, Simon. Mate, um, what about uh, we move on? Um, look, you mentioned uh, the Blacktop, but the Golden Cup and the Fireball, mate? Yeah, of course. Look, I think um, the the club down there has gone from strength to strength. We saw the Southern Stars earlier this year held there. It was a great success. Won by Aston Barrick. Uh, Gatlin ran in that race as well, and that's probably where he sort of asserted himself. The Goulburn Club's just done a wonderful job this year. They've got a new track, straight track going in. They're going to get upgrades to their round track. Their clubhouse is phenomenal, and their kennels, honestly, you could go sleep in there, Dave. They're, they're beautiful, luxurious, roomy, air-conditioned soundproof, uh, the dogs are really well taken care of. So can't wait to get down to the Cup and 5 or Heats next week, and I'm sure we'll see some really good runners from both New South Wales and Victoria as well. Sensational, mate. Uh, and what about so when it comes to, well, I guess, finding us a winner? What have you got for us? Uh, today we'll go our Race 3, number 8, Inner Light. Restricted race, only dogs with one to two wins. Inner Light has had nine starts for two wins, so just squeaked in. But the wide draw today, I reckon, will suit... Uh, look, he's shown plenty of potential Good turn of foot has had a look at the track now And I reckon we'll be better for the run Box 8 will be good And will be hard to hold out So race 3, number 8 at Gunnedah Then tonight, we're bookending the card at Dapto. Race 1, number 2, Velocity Arzell Glennie Goodwin rugs this girl up And her mum, Velocity Liberty I reckon won arguably the best Peter Mossman in history in 2018 This litter apparently has a bit of ability Velocity Arzell's only had the one start She missed the kick and the race was over couple of months ago. Tonight, if she can jump from a better draw, I spoke to Glennie yesterday. He thinks she'll be very hard to beat. Race one, number two, Velocity, Arzell. Then race 10, number eight, Wicked Fury. This strategy, Dave, has failed me a bit before, but I love the grading relief. Wicked Fury gets tonight. He's been racing in free-for-all company basically all year. Finally gets back to a fourth, fifth-grade race and in a six-dog field from the wide draw, I reckon he'll be really hard to top. Uh, trialled really well on Monday as well. Just needs even luck, and he'll be in the finish race. Team number eight, Wicked Fury. Like it, mate. So thanks so much, Simon, for coming on. Have a wonderful day, guys. Hear Cheers. It. Simon Orchard there from Greyhound Race, New South Wales.